0: On this episode, we step up to the B Boy Dance Competition movie, Battle of the Year. Everybody. Welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan
1: McCoy. Hey, thanks for coming to the Flop House. I'm Stuart Wellington.
2: And I hey, thanks for coming to the Flop House. <laughs> I'm Hallie Hagland.
1: What the Hallie
0: Hallie, Hallie Haglund? Haglund? Um That's
2: right, boys. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, <laughs> ladies are doing it for themselves. <laughs> coming through. <laughs> um in case you're wondering where the reedy tones of Elliot Killin are. <laughs> He, uh, he left the flop house
1: forever and is never no, coming back.
0: No, not true. Okay. Uh, Elliot is on paternity leave. He
1: uh, we call that sabbatical here at the flop house. Yeah,
0: he's going to be gone through the month of January. So tune back in in February.
1: <laughs>
0: we we uh, we didn't. Ad-
2: baby will be fully grown by February. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> Off to college. <laughs> Um, studying, I don't know, nerd stuff. We call we call that <laughs>
1: Doogie ring uh-huh. That's what that show is about, right? A baby uh-huh. who grew up really fast. <laughs> <laughs> A baby doctor. <laughs> um, no, that we we uh, Elliot
0: decided to keep the fact that um, he was expecting, and by he, I mean his wife was expecting under wraps to Because he keep, doesn't like spoilers. Well, he wanted to keep a tiny part of his life private from you vultures. That
1: tiny being a tiny baby.
0: Um, Very tiny. But uh, now... <laughs> now that the cat is out of the bag, the or baby's the baby's out, out of the
1: womb. <laughs> baby's out of the womb. I try to keep it PG, Dan, thanks. The um, is totally a PG-13 word, I guess. Uh, we, we, we,
0: can, we can tell you that he's on a brief paternity leave for a couple of episodes... But he promises that he will be back in spite of having a new baby and a new job as head writer of The Daily Show, which uh, we can say now, too, because that cat is also out of the bag. So,
2: congratulations. Coming up, Kalen. Uh-huh.
1: Meanwhile, Kalen.
0: <laughs> the three of us. Stuck here. So if this is your first time our, tuning
1: into the flop what? house. Uh, we talk about this guy Elliot for a while, and yep. then we talk about a movie we just watched.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, this and, is a,
2: and we talk about like what Elliot would think of the movie we just watched.
0: This is primarily not an Elliot Kalen podcast. It is most of the time a bad movie podcast,
1: or potentially some great of the time movie, it's right? an Elliot Kalen podcast,
0: <laughs> yeah. based on the amount of time he spends talking.
1: Sure, Elliot Byrne in Absentia.
0: Um. But we watch bad movie, then we talk about it, and tonight we watched a little movie called Battle of the Year.
1: Well, oh, Battle of the Year, that sounds great. Is it about orcs and hill dwarves <laughs> and fire giants?
2: Battle of the Ear (laughs) Battle of the Ear
0: Yep, it's about Vincent Van Gogh (laughs)
2: It's a hearing contest
1: (laughs) Yes, the untold story of Vincent Van Gogh and his ear
0: It's very Uh, Evil Dead 2 It's like over the top But it's
1: about hearing
2: (laughs) See, you've heard Vincent Van Gogh's side But you've never heard the ear's side Heard? (laughs) Because
1: <laughs> that's what ears do, they hear things
0: Who truly won in that battle? Was it Van Gogh or was it the ear? Who was finally free of his prison
1: <laughs> sure. So he can pursue his dream of being a famous painter, I guess
0: <laughs> uh, This is a, a dance
1: movie What's It's about b-boy singing in the rain <laughs> it's about,
0: what, What's dance? Dancing in the rain It's like, um, you know, when you hear uh, a song and your body yeah, moves. Yeah, no, I wasn't
1: asking what dancing is. Okay. I, w- I said, is it like singing in the rain? Isn't that Gene Kelly's dance movie? Or <laughs> yeah, Gene that's true? Gene <laughs> Kelly's dance movie, singing in the rain. Popular B-boy, Gene Kelly.
0: Um, Battle of the Year. Uh, personally, I found the uh, story behind the movie more interesting than the story in that. Well, uh, what's the
1: story of the movie, Dan? I can't. I can't. Well, Dan, Dan <laughs> spent most of the movie being dinner detective, tracking <laughs> down his dinner order. So which is not just my, my dinner which order, which is
2: why he finds the Wikipedia entry about this movie more interesting <laughs> than the movie because he didn't see the most riveting parts. Look, I loved this movie. I
0: was also tracking down Hallie's dinner order. Yeah, <laughs> it I wasn't mean, just me, man. You're a regular prince. I Valley took the <laughs> fucking bullet for all of all dinner. of us except for you. Yeah, no, I already brought my dinner. Two thirds.
1: So, uh, let me summarize this movie. <laughs> Strap in. This is going to be a bumpy ride. So, uh, smash cut. To Wait. Josh we're Halloway starting off lost. the smash cut? <laughs> so the movie opens with, I think, a bunch of guys dancing. Uh, we cut to an entrepreneur played by somebody named something who <laughs> wants to sponsor the American uh, dance crew. Like, uh, yeah. like break dance crew. It's something they do on TV B-boy sometimes. Crew. Yeah, B-boying. Um, yeah,
0: I'm not necessarily sure. Like, w- like uh, There was a lot of talk of Stuart's new cat and uh, showing of pictures of Stuart's new kitten to Hallie. So I'm not really sure who this entrepreneur was. I but... think he
2: like, runs B-boy magazine. My new kitten runs B-boy magazine? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you should really be contributing to the household a little bit more. Yeah,
1: well, uh, it helps because cat food is expensive. Mm-hmm.
0: But the point is, there's a, a contest called Battle of the Year, which is based on a real contest called Battle of the Year or Body. Mm-hmm. Where b boys from all over the the, the globe b
1: boys battle each other mm-hmm. with what?
2: Why don't they better dancing? <laughs> Just body body. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be what B O D Y?
1: Yeah. Yes, no, but ba- wait—that would be battle of. But you're not <laughs> saying
2: "bati badadee," are you? Uh, "Bati,"
1: I, I think that they
2: sounds... omit the "t" entirely.
0: I mean, "bati" does sound like you're like a, does baby want his body? <laughs> That's <laughs> where... <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. yes, you're right. Which is what Elliot's saying right now. Yep. <laughs> So uh, this thing's called Battle of the Year. They uh, this uh, entrepreneur needs to bring in a new coach because the United States team has not won in fifteen years, which is true, right, Dan? You fact check that? Yeah, I
0: did fact check that in the actual Battle of the Year.
1: Okay, so according the to Wikipedia, one hundred percent accurate.
0: What was it like? 96, 98? Yeah, ninety six.
2: Actually, fifteen years ago.
0: Okay,
1: so they bring I don't in, know math from out of retirement as of two thousand thirteen, ninety eight. Josh Holloway yeah. from the TV show Lost, hit show Lost, mm-hmm. and or the new show Intelligence,
0: where I guess his brain can access the internet. Is he's that what? super <laughs>
1: smart, like a Johnny mnemonic? And so Josh Holloway's brought in. Is he he's, like a Jake two <laughs> in that he show? Is, he's like an almost human. Is he a Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Sliders. Okay. So Josh Holloway is brought in. He's got a drinking problem. He drinks out of a flask. He never has to fill up that flask, so I guess it's magic. <laughs> uh, so Josh you got it from Gollum. Him. <laughs> We got it from Gollum. He did bring it from Gollum. Uh, Hallie, if you didn't know, Gollum is—we're not talking about the Jewish folklore monster. We're talking about the character from the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogy.
2: Yeah, that's what I—I I thought that.
1: <laughs> you weren't thinking of the Jewish monster from folklore, no, or the I Ghetto that's of
2: Prague. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Hallie fact checked you. <laughs> okay, so uh, Josh Holloway's got a drink problem because he had a, his wife and apparently 15 year old son died in a car accident.
2: Who, by I the way, funny, according but... to his pictures, <laughs> like a baby. Was... So we afforded a lot more sympathy for him for most of the movie. Yeah,
0: this was Stewart at the end was like, "What the fuck?" He was 15 when he died, as if that was not a tragedy at that <laughs> that's point. That's the
1: thing, like. Uh, You You know he probably
0: kissed a girl By that time he lived a rich full life Exactly
1: he probably had gotten his first job He Mm -hmm. knew what it was like to be human Before he passed away (laughs) He's probably going on to heaven or hell appropriately Not stuck in some weird purgatory Okay Yeah fair enough So he is grieving over the loss of these family members He is Pulled into the job of coaching this uh, the United States team
2: because he was like a young talent. Yeah,
1: he's nicknamed
2: no- W B. Yep, he's or- named
1: after the Warner Brothers TV <laughs> channel. <laughs> but he
0: was like a he was a, a basketball coach, right? That was the thing. That, was-
2: no, that came after because he oh, was this okay. incredible b boy, and and they said he went from white bread. He was the only white guy on the team, and he went from white bread to Wonder Bread, which is why his nickname is WB.
0: (laughs) I missed this whole thing. I thought thought that the guy literally came in and was just like, well, we need someone who can whip this team into shape. You, basketball coach, you're good at coaching things. Do it.
2: No, but then he had to do right by his girlfriend, who he got pregnant. So, like, he took the championship basketball coaching job as like oh. a concession.
1: Well, he took a basketball coaching job that became a, a championship so, team because he succeeds at everything he does, yeah. except for keeping his wife and child alive. <laughs> so
0: you're saying that you're saying that the girlfriend, later wife, who entrapped him, died. Yeah. So, so, so really, there shouldn't off. be any sympathy there right. either. Like, it's really. Like he just liked drinking is basically what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean that was probably he probably was drunk, he forgot to put on a condom. It happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he had a child. I guess that's not that funny. So, um uh- <laughs> Uh, so he is brought in to coach the team. Uh, his assistant coach is played by Josh Peck from uh, Flaphouse Faves, Red Dawn, and... What, what was he? Uh, I can't remember It's that droopy face kid that we droopy, don't like. uh, He's on the Mindy Project. He's on the Mindy Project, yep. Hold on, I'll look it up ATM. while you keep he's an ATM. Yeah, He was ATM. He was the I think, asshole. I think he's the one who decides they should murder that, that stranger for some reason.
0: He's the guy who's like, let's park... Uh, over, let's go to the ATM
1: yep he's the guy who, <laughs> he's the guy he who says the name of the movie <laughs> he's like hey <laughs> you know be fun let's go to an ATM and get some money out he plays the Jewish character who claims that he lost his ability to dance along with the tip of his penis I guess when he was cir- circumcised because <laughs> yeah. that's what happens right they chop it off of and their, like the first uh, 10 Jews. minutes
0: there's at least 4 jokes about how Jews can't dance <laughs> yeah
1: I feel like he's been wor- like he has this type 5 that he's been working on and he just managed to get it all out uh, so Josh, Hallow- at this point, Josh Halloway sees the American team. He thinks they're tired. He fires them all. And then he comes up with the great idea. Let's do a, basically a casting call of the best B boys. B boy stands for badass dancers. I think, <laughs> yeah. uh, from around the United States and, and basically do a giant reality show where they all come in and try out. And then he picks a bunch and like, and then
2: one gets eliminated every week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh Like a reality show. And it all happens at a former juvenile detention center. Mm -hmm. Once again, like a reality show. Except one of those contestants is played by uh, actor Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Actor and puncher Chris Brown. (laughs) He is a famous puncher of people. (laughs) Yep.
0: Um... <laughs> He's not. You, you
1: got some thoughts on that?
0: No, I. <laughs>
2: I think that's. Why I'm wondering how far we
0: can go down this road <laughs> while not About alienating our punchers.
1: audience. See, Chris Brown. Uh, you might not know fact that Chris Brown punched uh Flaphouse favorite, Rihanna, star <laughs> of Battleship. Oh yeah, yeah. Former Flap House It movies. Comes back together. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah. <laughs> the puzzle's complete. <laughs> Lammer Shan's box like is the, done. Pinhead like pops the, out and kills yeah. us.
0: It's the end of Usual Suspects. <laughs> It's all coming together. <laughs> no, so, I uh, no, I just want to back up in a second and just point out that Josh Holloway. he's a really good guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I've hung out with him. We go to brunch together. He's just
1: trying to do right. Yeah, man. He <laughs> shaves sometimes in the movie, but, but he always does a... Don't, don't five, judge five, him six, until yeah. you've
0: punched a mile in the shoes.
1: <laughs> wait. Wait. His Josh face. Halloway or Chris Brown? <laughs> I don't know. But, I, uh, but you're just you just wanted to stand up and say you don't care who knows it. You think Chris Brown is a great dancer, and yeah. you're right. He is a great dancer. He is. he is
2: a great dancer.
1: Yeah, and he's also about two feet taller than all the other dancers on this team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he, he,
1: if I want to watch a movie with thirteen indistinguishable characters, I'm going to watch Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. <laughs> Boom.
0: Take that, Peter Jackson. I'm just successful joking, successful director <laughs> who we like. <laughs> So, uh, no, uh, I just wanted to point I just want to back up and point out that Josh Holloway's brilliant idea to win Battle of the Year. His game changing idea is like, Hey, let's put together a dream team. Yeah. And no one apparently had thought of that before. Yeah, like, and
1: he even gets a little pushback from the guy who hired him. He's like, I don't know about that. Why don't we just I had these guys trading for a while. Mm-hmm.
0: No, well, let's get All-Stars in here. Like, no, I don't think All-Stars will
1: star enough. Just a regular team of what guys. What about our team that?
2: that keeps losing? <laughs> 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 they have potential?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they They've lost for 15 years in a row. <laughs> I've got a lot of emotions wrapped charm. up in them.
2: <laughs> We're playing the odds here. <laughs>
1: So he brings in this team of uh, of all stars. He takes them all to this juvenile detention center. He wears a like a cap, like, a, like <laughs> he does a, wear a like cap a cap <laughs> like a like a boxing trainer. <laughs> He looks I'm like a, hoodie. a longshoreman.
2: He wears a hoodie.
1: He wears a hoodie. He forces and them. And
2: nothing else. <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> no, wait, really? I didn't say
2: that part. You were too caught up in the dancing Stuart.
0: <laughs> I was caught up in Dan's dinner problem.
1: <laughs> yep. You missed the raw eroticism. <laughs> so uh, then we have a, we have a little bit of dancing and a lot of dancing actors kind of fighting each other. <laughs> There's a homosexual dancer who explains that, you know, that's little Adonis' Adon- na- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of the characters, none of the dancers have names. They all have, like, taglines. Yeah. So you have, like, Chris little Brown Adonis, is Rooster. Rooster. Uh, no. Sniper is a former yeah. Afghanistan <laughs> war veteran. Yeah, there's
0: there's a guy.
2: Wait, uh, is that the ki- is that what he was? Yeah,
1: he said after Afghanistan, this, this is what I need to do. With my oh life God,
2: something. I did that. miss <laughs> got a couple. Like, you got a couple a... of
1: southeast's from South Boston, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's that's an accent.
0: Yeah, there's the guy's nickname is Dance Real
1: Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, is that all one <laughs> Wait, word? That's... We didn't separate by. I hythens. just
2: got it. Chris Brown's nickname <laughs> is Rooster. Roos, roost. Roost. Her. I don't understand. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, Back up. Like beat a woman. Roost. Like
1: roost. Wait. Her. I don't think your roost means like it means. I don't understand. <laughs> I assumed it was because he was so cocky. No. But I've been wrong roost before. Her. I think if you say it slower, I might get it. Let me blur my eyes and step back from it. <laughs> all right,
0: I see it. It's a sailboat. <laughs> so
1: there's a bunch of uh, so split fight, screens. yeah. There's a lot of De Palma-esque split screens. Chris Brown and another guy are mad at each other because uh, another guy whose fucking... main character trait is he likes hats. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> all well, kinds
0: of hats. He's a, he wears Baseball a lot of caps. hats on the team. It was some sort of like they had like a like a Twitter war over a girl or something. I, don't, I can't remember. I
2: think. Twitter war thing might have been a joke,
0: okay.
2: Uh, but they but were over a girl. Over a girl.
1: Yeah. But
2: it turns out that Chris Brown's thing was over two months before the other guy got with her.
1: The, that was in which the, big is the big review. review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a character who keeps sneaking out. The homosexual character has kind of a beef with the military character because uh, I guess the military guys has homophobic. a beef with him. Yeah, I guess you're right.
2: Yeah.
0: I I'm, I'm stuck on the fact that like the resolution of that was just like, Hey bro, it was over for two months before we got together. <laughs> it's just like, Okay, first of all, you shouldn't have been angry in the first place. Like you're like commoditizing this woman. It's like, no, that was mine, but now it's not but then but then like apparently it's fine if it didn't overlap. Like like that was the problem there was just like Okay, uh, you know, like this, yeah, is, yeah. this is a commodity that we can have be to taste traded. It's each other's business, <laughs> yeah. It's fine, sure great. That makes sense. I guess they both you're a real poet, rooster.
2: <laughs> oh
1: man, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> it works on so many levels. <laughs> So one by one, guys are given bus tickets to go back <laughs> home from this weird death camp of dancing. Oh yeah, and then like halfway through the movie, but they don't want them. They don't, yeah, they They're, don't want those tickets. Yeah. sometimes they try and convince Josh Holloway that they are not deserving of a ticket.
2: First, mm. you guys should know that the best b boy on the whole team was the first guy to get sent back. That doesn't make any
1: sense at all. Hallie, explain.
2: <laughs> because there's no I in team, and oh, it was all that about makes a him. Lot more sense.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> his. His code name was I, so it wasn't even his fault. They was-
1: shouldn't have even asked him to come in the first place. They brought him along just to make uh, make a message. <laughs> yep. So people are slowly sent home. Josh Peck, aka Franklin with a Y, uh, I guess, doesn't really do anything. He kind yeah, of acts as he kind of acts as Josh Halloway's conscience. They bring in a female character, which Kelly yes. was very excited by, because before it was a total. It was like halfway fest. through the. It was yeah. halfway through the movie before a lady shows you up. You see
2: two women in this whole movie, and one doesn't have any lines, and one has like two. And I kept thinking, like, what oh. is this
1: Star Trek into Darkness? <laughs> boom, boom, light them up, T- topical. Okay, continue.
2: Uh, but she, the girl, couldn't even dance. Um, the yeah, one yeah. who's supposed to be the choreographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh she well, there were three babies. babies. There, there was there's three, three ba- girls. babies.
1: Three <laughs> sweet babies. Wait a minute! I only saw one baby. Where were the <laughs> but other she babies? She was a girl. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> so there were three girl? girls. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: swalli... there was that
2: picture of the wife who died. <laughs> so four. There were four women in this movie. Her woman.
1: performance amazing.
0: <laughs> so wait, there's the wife who died. There's a choreographer. There's the wife of the one guy who kept sneaking out to his wife.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, spoiler baby. alert, the guy kept sneaking out. He was sneaking he was out to see his wife lady. and his new baby.
2: And guess what? The coach follows him, goes to his hotel room, is like, what are you doing? The guy comes out of the bathroom It's like, I'm keeping my baby in this hotel bathroom. And mm-hmm. he's like, let me swaddle your baby. And then wraps the baby up and the baby and starts clothes
1: and lays him in a <laughs> I think we all know babies are basically get-out-of-jail-free cards. Yeah. <laughs> He's keeping his Which
2: baby. Which is why so many people have them. <laughs> That's why yep. so
1: many people have babies and then use those babies as excuses not to do things. Yep. Burn.
2: That's why so many people have babies in jail. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Um. So what? They go to... Okay, fucking, so the, go,
1: after a while, know. they're whittled down. Chris Brown tries to do this crazy dance stunt and hurts his leg. He's off the team. Screw mm. that guy. They The rest of the guys I go to I couldn't tell France. whether he
0: broke his leg or maybe he had a knee injury. <laughs> Don't yeah, know. I mean hey, hey, the weird thing is after he hurt it. his
1: knee he wore a hat that was a very Dan McCoy style hat. Do you guys get those when you hurt your knees? Yeah. Like a l like a little like paperboy cap. Yeah, they're fucking,
0: they're handed meet- out at the hospital for special surgery.
2: <laughs> Did you guys ever meet each other in PT? <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's,
1: that's me. Physical. And Rooster. That's physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Not personal therapy. Mm-hmm. Although he could probably use it from all of his uh wait, give uh punching therapy, thank you. He goes to BBPT, which is B-boy PT.
2: Okay. <laughs> Sometimes.
1: You go to a I go to RGPT,
0: PT, regular guy <laughs> PT.
1: So the rest of the B-boys get on a plane. They shoot some shots of them, like, clowning around in an airport.
0: Yeah, it's like fucking Richard Lester from Hard Day's Night takes over the camera for a second. She's like, let's fast motion a bunch of people walking across the street in a funny way. In France,
1: of of all places. yeah,
2: It was a great time. They (laughs) climbed on some statues. (laughs) They marched across the Arc de Triomphe like they were soldiers. Very
1: quickly. Did a little skateboarding around. Still. Yeah, they you know are It was clowning just nice
2: around. to see each other, them enjoying each the other. The best part is that they're
1: doing a lot of dancing and clowning around, which is exactly what Chris Brown did moments before he hurt himself. Yeah. So any one of them could have ruined the United States team's chances, and I was a little uh, disappointed with their performance. <laughs> so, so it's
0: the night before the, big, the first round, and they go to a bar, and immediately I'm like, okay, this is the scene in the movie where they go to a bar and they get into a fist fight.
1: And, you and I think thought, like, would... oh,
0: it'll take a little while before they get into the fish fight. But it is
1: immediate. Yeah, like, <laughs> normally normally movies like this, which is movies about dancing b-boys, uh, <laughs> they introduce, like, a rival team where the rival team... As opposed team... to, like, b-boys who are, like, <laughs> they're not you know, like Doctors Without Borders. Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. Uh, So usually they introduce a rival team that is super cocky and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you, United States guys, you are total assholes. That's the French team. Mm-hmm. Um, But they didn't do that. They just had the homosexual B-boy, Little Adonis, of course. Well, they did listening. lay
2: some groundwork at the very beginning when uh, the coach first got hired and he was made to watch all these videos. And he had one line that said, man, the Koreans are really good.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was he just set the watermark like the line. That's that's what everybody has to hit. Yeah. So don't the, miss
2: that line, you guys. They it's going to be get, important. The, the
1: uh, little Adonis gets into a scrap with some guy with a beard. Uh, he is defended his by or a Sniper, whatever. who, as you'll remember from our earlier comments, was the homophobic character. Uh, the His personal growth, the drink spilled, fellows, uh, yeah. buddies start a. There's fist no bite. homophobe in tea <laughs> and after a very brief and uninteresting, uh, punching and kicking spell, uh, we find out that. Sniper might be removed from the team uh, on grounds of disqualification for starting a fight. For
2: being gay. Yeah. Wait, and meanwhile, wait, Sniper was gay, too. <laughs> That's, That's
1: the, why the irony. So <laughs> and by the way,
0: meanwhile, Josh Holloway is off with like the lady choreographer, and it looks like, oh, we're finally going to get a romantic subplot in this movie, and that never <laughs> really comes to fruition.
1: I could have used uh, something to get over his pain.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Stuart, if there's one thing you like in a movie, it's a little smoochy.
1: Yeah. He even get any. Just uh, yeah, a little bit of kissing. <laughs> some um, hugging and a kissing. He needs he needs something to get over, get over the loss of his 15-year-old son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just kissing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: He, he hasn't kissed
1: anybody since he kissed 15-year-old. the forehead of his 15-year-old <laughs> son <what> before strapping <laughs> him into a car seat.
0: <laughs> That's what I tell people <laughs> parents who've lost a child. Like go out there and get some. Just get
2: some. <laughs> Have you ever considered kiss <laughs> yeah, i think
1: somebody says that to lewin davis and inside lewin davis right yeah. you can get over the l- loss of your friend by kissing somebody <laughs> yeah kiss him good uh so so he uh, didn't
2: what? by the way <laughs> so, spoiler no kissing there's happened no there's no movie.
1: love there's no love no yours. love in b-boy <laughs> yes um and if you were wondering at no point Uh, does Josh Holloway do any dancing even though it's alluded that his character had danced at some point in the past and at no point does
2: Gregory Peck what's his name (laughs) Gregory Peck (laughs) He, Gregory, Peck. Gregory, he Peck Gregory. Not, Gregory Peck does not. Just so you guys don't get your hopes up, Gregory Peck does not dance in this movie. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean their hopes probably weren't up before you said his name, but now they got excited.
2: But also Joshua, Joshua, josh Peck, Peck, yep, josh old
1: droopy face. I refer
2: to him as Joshua. Uh, yeah, they like the. I feel like there was some heavy foreshadowing to like. This is going to be – someone's going to get eliminated and he's actually going to prove to be an a, a naturally talented B-boy and take this team to the top.
1: Yeah, I think the moment when Josh Halloway goes off to talk to the judges to try and convince them not to disqualify Sniper – they, they oh, literally, I think he literally went off screen. They're like, yeah, that guy actually can't dance. He can't get Josh Peck to dance. And he's like, oh, okay. It's in his contract. Oh, Sniper, you're not They're disqualified. like, what about all.
2: Gregory Peck? <laughs> like, sir,
1: he's he's a ghost. I don't know how he's well dead. that'd work out. We don't have choreography for a ghost. What
0: about uh, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters? <laughs> yep,
1: Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. Uh, he doesn't have a dick, so he probably can move pretty well. Yeah.
2: What about a peck? No kissing in this movie.
1: <laughs> not allowed.
0: Dancing and kissing do not mix. <laughs> we do not con to that around here. So,
1: but, uh, I guess, fast forward to the yeah. actual Battle of the Year United States team. We see, like, snippets of other countries performing and dancing uh, apparently, the Koreans do really well, and then the United States team performs, and they do really well, including an amazing blindfold routine.
0: Yeah, how can you dance where you can't see?
1: Mm-hmm. It's like the forbidden dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh then they do a announcement of the top four teams. Korea, of course, takes number one because they're the best at everything in the world forever. Uh, and the United States comes in number four, which means they're in the top four. That's a bit pretty big deal, Dan. Right? Germany sure. and
2: France also among the winners. Yeah, not winners, finalists. Uh, semi-finalists. I
0: guess
1: yeah, it would be semi-finalists.
0: <laughs> you really remember the different seeds in this fictional <laughs> competition? So I then,
2: was riveted. It's
0: real competition that's been fictionalized. The, co- yeah. the competition then
1: gets pretty intense because rather than just doing a solo dance, they're doing like a dance battle where they do moves and then the other team does moves. There's some kind of a scoring system that I have no understanding (laughs) of. I don't know if you get more points for jumping higher or spinning around more, or doing better, like, or sassy jumping, like, hand sideways. movements. Jumping sideways looks that pretty amazing. really hard. a lot hard. of that, right? Yeah. A lot of spinning around on the ground or bouncing on land. Of of a, a lot of head spinning. You know what looks yep. really
2: hard, especially when they, like, jump really fast in the air, but then they slow down as they land. Yeah, I like I think... it when
1: they act like they're uh, a movie reel that's being sped up or slowed down. Yeah. What did you like, Dan? Um, <laughs> I like
0: the when the feet
1: moved uh, Good. Sure, yeah. That's that's exactly right. Uh Dan was uh, Dan was kind of riveted to the knees most of the time, right? <laughs> Dan
2: I, did a lo- Dan didn't watch a lot of the moon because he was mostly just dancing. Yeah, he was practicing He those felt, moves. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I feel the beat of the rhythm of the night guys. Okay. And um I, I Yeah. I'm a dance what? machine. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, original b-boy <laughs> Dan McCoy original b-boy
0: yeah that's why I'm so bad at it I was the first one
1: <laughs> yeah but they like people, people say that they're like way into your moves but you're kind of like a model T car like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna drive it
0: yeah I'm like how people are like oh you know who's really good those those old those, like the really old blues magicians and you listen to it and you're like this is not this. I don't like this
1: yeah blues magicians are the weirdest <laughs> ones <laughs> cause they're really sad when they're doing it <laughs> yeah. No, Wait, they'll pull out, uh, instead B-boy? of pulling a rabbit out of the hat, they'll pull out like a picture frame of their ex-wife or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, be blues magicians. Wait,
2: you... <laughs> I was confused. I was imagining blues magicians, B-boy. How... <laughs> B-boy
1: Sometimes Dan just says completely weird words, Hallie. The trick is you gotta you gotta latch on him and make fun of him.
2: I wanna meet the Renaissance fan. <laughs> B-boy magician
1: and blues musician. It's a real what what they call in the business a triple threat.
2: I know you're out there. <laughs> sure.
1: Send your letter to the Flop House Podcast at internet.gov. <laughs> <laughs> so uh after doing a bunch of flips and twirls the United States makes it to the finals with South or no regular Korea Regular <laughs> Korea, <laughs> <Yeah>. original flavor.
2: <laughs> there is no regular Korea, but they don't go as anything they're else. They're South they say, Korea. Are they South Korea? I don't think they're North Korea. <laughs> they keep calling
1: themselves the soul Assassins. I'm assuming after the city soul, if not for the thing <laughs> yeah, in your body. I have, I have, no, they're named the after the. Nearby.
0: They're naming it after the movie Soul Survivors, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: not the song Soul Survivors. Really. No. So, um. The United States battles Korea and it's, just like Red Dawn. Yeah, it's just like Red Dawn. Josh Peck is on the <laughs> edge of his seat and it is tense and there's a uh, they they all get together and there's the final scoring and the United States loses by one point. Mm-hmm. Total bummer. It's like Rocky. It's a moral victory. It comes in second. Allie, but... you look you look sad. Did you just realize that the United States didn't win?
2: <laughs> I just realized like the thing about this, movie I just realized,
1: <laughs> we're all gonna die someday,
2: guys. No, but I could predict this movie at every turn for the most part, except expecting the Gregory Peck part. But <laughs> except I, I thought you know, like clockwork, they would win, and then they really threw me for a loop. So, what what was a good movie became a great movie. <laughs> That's how you <laughs>
1: elevate a piece of art.
0: I do want to say that like this movie is very predictable, but the one thing that was unpredictable about it was like the timing of when certain predictable elements came in, yeah, like the fact that the lady choreographer came in like halfway through the movie or the fact that the end of the movie, the very end when they came in second was when Josh Holloway like made a big speech to all his dancers being like, "Hey, my wife and kid died." <laughs> And that's inspirational somehow. No, he he would have been fifteen. Yeah, it's like after they lo- like, it was, but it came at the end of the movie. Like, I feel like that's the sort of thing that comes in the middle of the movie. where it's just like, you guys got to straighten up because yeah, well, my no. wife and kid died.
1: Yeah, it normally comes in the middle of the movie when the rest of the team's like, why well, is this guy such an asshole? Yeah, it's like that guy's not an asshole. That guy's a widower. Yeah, that guy's got <laughs> got uh, emotional issues. He's soulful. <laughs> he's, yep. he's He's got depth. Yep. He's not drinking liquor out of that flask. He's drinking sadness tears. (laughs) Sadness (laughs) tears. Not happiness
0: tears. Yeah, I'm not. He would be super pumped if he was drinking happiness tears. I'm not collecting my happiness tears and filtering them into this flask to drink later. (laughs) Only sadness.
1: Uh, Yeah, so the United States gets second place, but there's an upside because there's probably going to be another uh, Mm -hmm. battle of the year, right?
2: And guess who gets to be in it? Rooster. Rooster?
1: Err. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they're like, everybody laughs, at the end of the movie. Yeah, they, put, they, they fucking put a cake <laughs> in Josh yeah, Hall, they face. They'll smash a cake into his face, and he's like, guys? <laughs> uh and
2: just so you're wondering the choreographer and the coach never got together
1: or they might have they just didn't show that part because we weren't interested in anything other than dance (laughs) battle of the year two guys that's about when they're gonna have a baby
0: yeah battle of the year two colon boning down (laughs) is what it's gonna be called okay that choreographer
1: (laughs) first off i'm glad you fit both colon and boning into the same sentence
0: (laughs) They're going to be getting it on.
1: So, yeah, Battle of the Year, guys. I was a little impressed. Uh, they never really touched on how all these seemingly grown dancers uh, can just go away and live in a jail for a while. Like, they have to take a sabbatical from work. Uh, Are they subs- yes.
2: sponsored? Oh, but, oh, heavy advertising. There is or some heavy Braun. advertising
1: from Braun. Braun.
2: It comes up initially when you see not Holloway shaving, even though he always has a five o'clock a shadow. A bit of scruff, right? And yet, as he's shaving, he still has I mean, because
1: girls that. like that. The Girls like it. Like it's not the, a little the feel bit of scruff. Like, they feel like the feel of a rasp against their skin. Like he always <laughs> looks like a longshoreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and then the whole... It the whole takes a lot
1: of work to look like that, you know? Yeah.
2: I guess so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what yeah what? what come on
2: uh no i was gonna pretend like i grew a beard and i was gonna say <laughs> okay it takes a lot of work not to look like that mm-hmm. but i you people guys ha- you me, guys you haven't you... seen me but just so you know i don't have a beard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <they're> concerned now <laughs>
1: thanks to Braun. <Bron. laughs> uh this podcast brought to you by Braun. Mm-hmm. so yeah so i guess they don't have to work or anything like that uh no, they kind of speak B-boys. through all the pop po- uh, the plot
0: the plot <laughs> points.
1: <laughs> points oh no i made a dan mccoy sound mistake mm-hmm. um they speak through all the plot points like you said the the fight in the bar there's i think it, i'm shocked that there's no rival team like they don't like they show well, you guys made the point the of Koreans.
2: like
0: there's not really like a whole lot of stakes in this movie well <laughs> like hallie what did you say about it it's like Oh, they—they well,
2: they all have like a nice hobby. And... <laughs> yeah, their hobby is
1: b-boy. That's and nice, all, and they're all moderately successful. I mean, they're very successful. Yeah,
2: they can Same take best a
1: team in the world. You know, they can take it's a few like you have a good job,
2: and... and then you take some cooking classes.
1: And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing really bad happens to anybody except for Rooster's injury, which I'm assuming is paid for by. Braun. The, yeah, paid for it by Bronze, very good health insurance plan. <laughs> oh, I do want to get
0: this in there, like the 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 backstory to this movie that I want that I was mentioning before was just like, uh, according to Wikipedia, at least, like this is based on a documentary. By the same director, which I believe is called Planet B-Boy, which is, I think, referenced in the movie. Yeah, they show a
1: lot of that documentary. (laughs) Oh, man, if you want to learn about
0: B-Boy, you got to watch this Planet B-Boy. So I
2: think that was actually the point, because you're wondering the whole time what the point of Josh Peck's character is. Yeah. And I think that uh, Josh Peck is supposed to represent the actual maker of the film. The director? Yeah.
1: Okay, Uh, I think it's a little uh, masochistic for the director to represent himself by a guy with that droopy of a face. Mm -hmm.
0: Droopy dog. (laughs) Like live action droopy dog.
1: I want to be a (laughs) B-boy. Come on, you can do a way better droopy dog impression than me. Oh, (laughs) I can't. I can't. So, and... Yeah, so the 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 idea that Josh Holloway is falling asleep nightly watching the Planet B Boy documentary, I think, is is a pretty good advertisement for both Braun and the the movie that the, mm-hmm. other, the other movie, that the directed. thrills
0: that are available within. Um, I think that we've uh, talked this movie out a fair amount.
1: Yeah, it's pretty light. I mean, yeah, it's not there's really not a lot, lot there. It's pretty good. There. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that brings us to our uh, next uh, segment, which is Final Judgments. Was this a good, bad movie? A bad, bad movie or a movie you kind of liked? Hallie, what do you have to say about it?
2: Um, have you ever watched uh, America's Next Dance Top Crew? B-boy? No. On the edge of your seat, a marathon, and been like, uh, I, I wish this didn't have Mario Lopez in it because I hear he's like really mean to his uh, wife. Uh, well, you're not going to get that because like Chris Brown basically is, um, <laughs> takes his place. But it's just like a, um, that a, kind of marathon. He's a stand-in, yeah. yeah uh, so it's a lot of fun dancing. I was really invested in the competition. They do all these flips and sometimes <laughs> you're like, are they going to injure themselves? And sometimes they do. Yeah. And you know what? I would say... This kept my attention. I, for a bad movie. That's your rating. (laughs) Yeah. This
0: kept my attention. So
1: where does that fall within the spectrum that we usually (laughs) use, Dan? Look,
0: this is is on the same level as flashing lights and jangling keys. (laughs) 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 Uh, I would say, um, to me, this is somewhere between uh, a bad, uh, uh, sorry, a good bad movie and a movie I kind of liked. But, like, I didn't. Like the thing is like I didn't really like anything about it particularly much, but there's nothing I disliked about, what
2: about it. But the dancing, you didn't like that?
0: Well that's the thing. Like I find that we watch these movies with dancing and it's hard to dislike them. There's like something about just the fact that the dancing exists that like entertains you and you're and as stupid as the story is, you get into that part of it. My one problem with the dancing is I do feel like You could do better. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm gonna throw down. Come on, Rooster. We're gonna do this. No, I just like it's cut all to hell. Like the editing is really like her. (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) Thank you, Stuart, Finally, for clarifying what Hallie was trying to say. The
1: dancing is all cut together. It's like the opposite of so
2: much. I mean, they had they had solid. It didn't seem totally manufactured. Like the actors were bad enough that you had to believe it. No, they I, were didn't really think, good I didn't think it was manufactured.
0: Dances. It was more like I just wish that they'd locked the camera down a little bit and shown you like a full move like with like a camera that wasn't moving or like cutting away. I I I totally believe that the actors were doing these amazing tricks. I just wanted to see it a little more fully. Like uh I think a good <clears throat> dance movie usually just like gets out of the way and lets the 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 dancers do the work and that's what i was missing but you know i didn't mind this movie it was kind of fun in a stupid way
1: i would say after the i guess the last movie we watched for the show getaway which was a perfect example of taking something awesome car chases and ruining it by like overcutting mm-hmm. i felt the cutting for the dance moves weren't wasn't that bad all right comparatively and and I guess that indicates what was fun about the movie. I, I would say it, I would consider this almost like a good bad movie because it it's pretty fun to watch with your friends. It's a pretty straightforward by the numbers plot, um, and it basically like it it's very very trim. They cut out every bit of drama or stakes that a <laughs> movie would normally need. Some of the acting is pretty crappy. But and these guys are amazing. Great. Some, these guys are amazing dancers.
2: And if you played a drinking game where every time they said the word battle, you had to drink.
1: Yeah, battled or b boy. Drunk. Uh-huh. Yeah, you would, you would probably get drunk, which is the point of the exercise. Yeah. So, similar to them, you would be a winner with your hobby <laughs> of drinking.
2: But you would only be in second place.
1: Second place. Somebody else drank way more than you. Yeah. His name's
0: Dan. Thanks. Uh, before we get on to the letter segment, I just want to take a quick moment to say that the, uh, the winner of the uh, Flophouse Housecat Video Contest did get back in touch with us. Um, the movie he selected was BAPS. Okay. The Halle Berry uh, film. Um, I believe Martin Landau was also in that movie. Oh,
1: so it's a Martin Landau film.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we, we probably won't get to that um, until sometime in February. Uh, we do want to wait till uh, Elliot's it's back
1: first part of Black History Month. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we all remember. Let's, let's take a minute to remember Baps. <laughs> I mean, like Black History. It's no, not. It's, it's not fair. Like to only remember the high points of Black History. Sure. You also have to remember Baps. Um, but uh, sure, sure, Eli Whitney, but also Baps. <laughs> but um. No, we're gonna do that. Uh thank you for uh making the video. Thank you for choosing BAPS. Um we'll get to Thanks that. for getting back to us. Yeah. Um
1: so. <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. BAPS.
0: BAPS her. <laughs> but um so well, I guess that was all I wanted to say about that was uh was uh uh message received. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be getting to that as soon as we can. But now,
1: so what are we doing now, we're Dave? Doing, What's the next uh, part of the Flat letters? Podcast? Letters from listeners. Letters from listeners. That's wait. Am I what? Uh, am I supposed to sing a song? No. Oh, no.
2: letters from listeners. Elia Kalen. we miss your voice, Elia.
1: That's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> that's basically saying.
0: So uh, this first letter is from Jeremy. Last name withheld. Thanks, Jeremy. It's titled... That's
2: a weird last name.
0: <laughs> Die Hard Sequel Pitches. Hey, Flop friends. Let, love the podcast. Let me cut to the chase. The Die Hard series has grown stale and is in need of fresh ideas. Thankfully, I've taken it upon myself to come up with seven idiom-appropriate titles that promise to push this tired franchise into fertile new ground. Live and Let Die Hard. John McClane finds himself across the pond teaming up with rival Super Agent James Bond. To stop an eccentric genius from taking over the world in this long overdue crossover smash, live each day as if you will die hard tomorrow. <laughs> After being diagnosed with terminal cancer, John McClane travels the country, checking off items on his bucket list and making things right with all the people he has harmed in his life. In this heartwarming tale of redemption and self-discovery,
2: only, okay.
0: the, only, <laughs> I'll, I'll go see that one. Only the good die hard young. After Billy Joel's bass player sprains his wrist, John McClane is hired on as an unlikely sideman. Live hard by the sword, die hard by the sword. <laughs> After being sent back in time <laughs> via demonic portal, John McClane and wisecracking <laughs> the portal of time, John McLean and wisecracking more sidekick (parentheses Chris Tucker) partner up to take down a brut- brutal feudal lord. I Do or Die Hard, John McClane races against the clock to make it to the altar after his bachelor party gets out of hand in this riotous riotous comedy. To Die Hard For, John McClane is seduced by a famous Hollywood actress who persuades him to murder her religious nut actor husband so she can cash in on his life insurance policy. And lastly, Curl Up and Die Hard. Hilarity ensues as John McClane is enlisted to coach the Jamaican Olympic curling team in this vaguely racist Disney comedy. What do you think, Jeremy? Last name withheld. So, are you gonna are you gonna fund any of these movies, Stuart? With what your, are they on
1: Indiegogo or Kickstarter or some shit?
0: Your vast Wellington
1: fortune. Yeah, the Wellington fortune based on Wellington, New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> you keeping your money bin? <laughs> yeah, I, I keep all my what dollars? What are they using? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are some great ideas. Uh, I think Hallie seemed particularly interested in the curling one, being that you're way into curling, right?
2: Yeah, but I was confused. I thought they were maybe talking about Cool Runnings. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about Jamaica, right? No, that's the reference
0: I believe that yeah. was being made. You successfully identified.
2: <laughs> All right. So I wish that I didn't. I thought they would have. You a pun just want out. to
0: watch Cool Runnings again, is what I'm getting off of this.
2: Um, are we going to? <laughs> yep. No, I liked. Your yearly watching of Cooly run, Runnings. Die hard, young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see a movie. You're um, going to be quizzed
1: on the name of every single pitch.
2: About Billy Joel's yeah. basis spraining his wrist.
0: Because you know that uh, other former Flophouse guest host, Juven Perang, would be there opening <laughs> right. weekend. Sobbing. Yeah, little known fact about Juven Perang. Big Billy Joel fan. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so put that in Gift your- <laughs> idea Jersey
0: Boys. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Um. This next letter is titled "Dear the Flophouse." It's from Brian. Last name withheld. Hey Brian, how I guess are you?
2: Everyone's y- so ashamed of <laughs> their last names.
0: How are you? I am fine. In a recent episode, you discussed the. Is
2: that your answer, or was that his? <laughs> no, answer? That's his
0: answer. Yeah, answer Did you? you ask? No, no. I think he was saying, "How are you?" And then to reassure oh. us, he was just so- saying. In case we asked, yeah. Back, case, which, yeah. We well, didn't. Don't we we did. don't care. To be honest, <laughs> Brian.
2: Saying, uh,
0: yeah, JK. J.K. But not JK. really.
2: J.K.
0: Rowling. In a recent episode, you discussed the classic illustrations and the scary stories to tell in the dark series, and I thought I could shed some light on the subject. The illustrations were by is much God, cause better,
2: cause it's so much better than being in the dark. Too scary
0: in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> the illustrations were by Stephen Gamel, and they were indeed terrifying. For my own part, I could not go to sleep (laughs) without putting several books on top of the Scary Stories book to make sure the pictures could not escape. I know this was stupid. I did not care. They are terrifying and upsetting. This is indeed why the illustrations were changed in the new editions. Basically, the publishers noticed that every single comment on the books was about how scary the pictures were, with about half of those comments being explicitly negative. For anniversary editions, they commissioned new illustrations... By a series of unfortunate events, artist Brett Helquist, which are designed to complement the stories rather than supplant them in the child's mind with soul-scarring nightmare <laughs> visions, they're pretty good. For, fu- for fun, bonus check out the relatives came a fun romp about scary togetherness and love, illustrated by Gamel in roughly the same style as the illustrated scary stories books. It's bizarre. You keep expecting kindly un- Uncle Fred to pull a decomposing foot out of the picnic basket or something. Yours, excited Brian, last name withheld. Are we gonna say, Hallie?
2: I so I was also read um, by Mm -hmm. my babysitter the entire uh, Mm -hmm. the entirety of scary stories to tell in the dark. And okay,
1: she should have been fired. (laughs) I had to sleep on my parents'
2: floor for Mm -hmm. four months. (laughs) But As I, a punishment? No, because I was so scared I couldn't sleep in my own room. But I, I think that made it awesome. Like I get so pissed when I have to read. Well, I don't have to do this, but maybe
1: when the lamestream media 17. waters stuff down. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. When I used to babysit, and I was like, "You think this is scary? Little, me, you're a little bitch, me, baby, <laughs> <laughs> because this isn't scary."
0: Let me tell you how things were when I was a kid. There was this guy who illustrated a fucking uh, sewer rat chinchilla, (laughs) and it was the worst thing. (laughs) There was a scarecrow that would kill you.
2: There was a trunk that you could open, and there was a skeleton in it, because she was a bride, and she hid in there. And And it was the saddest thing.
0: It was her wedding day. (laughs) they're playing hide and seek because that's what you do on your wedding day.
2: And there were
1: stories that just had random drawings of like weird skulls floating <laughs> or, like, and some wasn't kind of there, hairy nitwers.
0: Like, There's a hand like hanging. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like the the worst to me of those were always the section that was like the urban legend section because you know, I mean the thing about urban legends is they're totally true. Well, no, but they're like they're plausible. They're semi plausible compared to the other stuff. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, that was always the chair ter- Like, like
1: it's possible for somebody in the same house as you to be calling your house's phone. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is possible. No, but like, yeah, the like the wedding one, for instance, was one that stuck with me for years because that's that's so upsetting. The idea <laughs> and that
1: there's like no right. Real... That yeah. was her. That was her best day of her life.
0: The best day of her life, but <laughs> she gets locked in a trunk and dies. And
2: there's no real bad guy. It's not about evil. It's just about like. Shit can happen, people. <laughs> yeah, and there's no wake up. <laughs> there's no like
1: Tony Todd figure <laughs> to explain the death is coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we all agree that those original illustrations were awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But so I'm gonna check out. What was the name of the book he recommended? That was also uh, illustrated by the same
0: illustration. The relatives came.
2: The relatives came.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Also, I'll say that <laughs>
2: Mr. Last Name withheld. Yeah.
0: Um so this last uh letter it goes a little something like this it goes Dear Floppers longtime co-host first time caller Elliot here oh hey Elliot to express my regret that I'll be taking a short absence from the Flop House but first a special letter song just for this letter Elliot's letter to the Flop House it's Elliot's letter to the Flop House no need to grouse, don't run off to taus, because it's Elliot's letter to the Flophouse. Elliot Kalen, that lovable scamp, like the tramp half of Lady in the Tramp. Not the lady part, he has no lady parts. If he did, he wouldn't be absent from the Flophouse. But no, he has a penis, and that penis made a baby. Not on its own, of course, but then again, maybe. That's called parthogenesis. At least I think that's what that is. But the point is, I'm riding to the Flophouse today. As I was saying, I'm running to apologize to our listeners for what will hopefully not be too prolonged an absence. The fact is, I'm on podcasting fraternity leave. <laughs> drink noises, drink noises. Clink, clink. Jane um, rattle, Jane
1: rattle. Ghosts. <laughs>
0: On January first, I was blessed to become the father of a beautiful baby boy, who already has better hair than Nicolas Cage, is a better actor than Gerard Butler, and as the tall man would say, plays a good game, boy. He would say that. His name is Sammy Lincoln Kalen, though I briefly considered naming him Dan Stewart Kalen before realizing that would be weird. Rest, assur- rest assured, this is only a temporary stay for my role as a flopper. Gross. Recording the Flophouse, hanging with Stuart and Dan, and entertaining you wonderful fans are the brightest part of each week. I would only give them up in the face of something as important as literally making sure the human race continues into the next generation with a proper knowledge of Busby Berkeley, American history, and pay cable original softcore programming. And honestly, part of me is excited to rediscover what it's like to be a listener to this stupid podcast, totally unprepared for whatever nonsense the hosts come up with. So, I'll be back home. Uh, I'll be back on the podcast, rather, sometime after January. Until then, be nice to Hallie. She means well and she's living with a crippling soccer addiction. (laughs) Dan,
1: be good to your knee. His name is Gremlin (laughs) Battler.
0: Dan, be good to your knee. And remember, the doctor said the best medicine was for you to keep talking about it. (laughs) And Stuart, keep handing out the boners, wormy and otherwise. But adieu for now. As I return to grooming the next era, of Flophouse hosts that somehow, someday future listeners yet unborn will enjoy the slightly drunken ramblings of Samuel Lincoln Kalen, Cage McDuck McCoy, and the Wellington twins. Invisible Freak and Castle Maniac. <laughs> Signed Elliot last name withheld. So
1: Guys, did you uh did you guys know Elliot was married? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Elliot could write I
2: think he might be raising the baby on his own <laughs> Just kidding, he's not He has a beautiful wife, Danielle Don't worry, she doesn't listen to the show She does not than listen to did. the show
1: Probably less likely to listen to it now <laughs> uh, So, yeah Now what do we do, Dan? So thank you, thanks uh, for the writing. first time listener,
0: Elliot uh, Last name withheld <laughs> For writing in <laughs> um, But the last segment on the show the one I know most of you probably skip over what is the recommendations movies that we actually kind of liked that we would recommend you run out and see before perhaps watching Battle of the Year,
1: okay, that seems crazy.
2: I wouldn't go that far. i'll start
1: uh i'm gonna I'm gonna take lead on this one. This is a recommendation. Uh, based on a recommendation that I got from the Flophouse Facebook page, if you're not a member, you should, uh, I don't know, ask to join our... I don't know how you do it. Ask to join it? I don't know. Fucking if look it up on... The, if Like, we get a million sex bots Facebook's, trying to ask to join our fucking Facebook it's page. It's true. That's the thing. Like, always telling us we should fucking every, <laughs> buy Ray-Ban sunglasses. It's a super good deal. Every
0: time someone asks to join the Flophouse page, I have to check and make sure that they're not, like, they don't have... Their photo isn't a hot Asian lady, and their name isn't two like random words just slammed together. I have to click on their name and be like, "Okay, you were, were you born in 2013?" Yes, no. I have to block you <laughs> because yeah, you're gonna try and sell sunglasses or shoes.
1: That's weird because every time I am the moderator at that point, I'm like, "Wow, it's a hot Asian lady who likes the flop nice, house, and Her name's weird." A baby. <laughs> click yes uh, so this was a recommendation that I got off of the Flapass Facebook page so th- so thank you uh, I watched Ninja colon Shadow of a Tear which is a direct-to-video action movie adventure uh, and it stars Scott Adkins from Scott uh, Adsit from 30 Rock Scott Adkins <laughs> from a, another one of my recommendations which was Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning uh it's a like it's a very much feels like a like a distillation of everything that was great about 80s like ninja and uh like white guy kung fu movies uh it's a very basic story about a uh dude who uh, works in a dojo or something and his wife who is pregnant gets murdered and he has to go on a trail of revenge into the Myanmar jungle uh, it does feature a small role. Uh, in a small role is the bad guy from Only God Forgives. So for all you guys who loved Only God Forgives, you can watch that. Um, yeah, so if you like watching a martial arts movie that has some really awesome action uh, and actually some decent performances, I guess, uh, watch Ninja, colon, Shadow of a Tear.
0: I'm going to very quickly recommend two movies, both of which were some of my favorites, actually. I saw this year um and they're, they're both critically acclaimed, so it's not a surprise that I'm recommending them necessarily, but uh, number one, The Wolf of Wall Street, which I saw over Christmas break.
1: Yeah, you're which, standing up for the little guy here, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, sure. Uh, I,
0: I thought it was maybe the most entertaining movie I saw this year. It's three hours, but I, was, uh, I thought it was super entertaining throughout the entire thing. I do not agree with any of the uh, criticisms or controversy about it, about how this glorifies the behavior. I think that it takes you inside the mind of this character. And like you, like, I think that to understand like the shitty behavior of a crazy, uh, profit obsessed wall street guy, like you have to kind of be in that insular world. And a lot of people are sort of complaining like, Oh, there's no obvious punishment for him at the end. It's like, yeah, like there's ever any obvious punishment for rich, uh, wrongdoers, in uh, current America. I, I mean, I don't think that that... I feel like that's a very strange criticism of the film. Like, we need a very obvious moral comeuppance uh, for this character. But it's it, it's very entertaining. Obviously, uh, Martin Scorsese is a great director. But also, I wanted to... I saw, finally, on Netflix streaming, Francis Ha, which is a movie that I was curious about, but I was kind of maybe a little leery of because I thought... You know, like, I live in Brooklyn.
1: You hate Noah Baumbach.
0: Well, no, I I actually don't. A lot of people do. But I live in Brooklyn. I kind of was like, this might be too much of that. I don't know if I need... I might be in this. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it's an interesting movie because the first 30 minutes are kind of the movie you expect it to be. Or maybe a little longer... And just when you're getting a little tired of that, just when you're like, okay, well, this is an episode of Girls that is running long, mm-hmm. it turns into something a different. A murder mystery. <laughs> well, like, like audition. It turns into like a series. A dance
2: crew movie. <laughs> of unexpected B-Boys come out. In this case,
1: B stands for Brooklyn. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: It turns into a series of kind of unexpected vignettes, like uh, Greta Gerwig's character, uh, Francis Goes Home. And it's kind of one of the most sort of sad and and bittersweet, like beautiful, like depictions of what it is like to go home and visit uh, your 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 parents when you're an adult. There's a vignette where she goes to to Paris and it doesn't go quite the way it might be planned. There's a vignette where she's a waitress um, working a uh, event at her old college that turns into kind of a semi little like self-contained farce like the movie keeps taking turns that you don't necessarily expect it to and uh that's one of the reasons why i really enjoyed it and it's a movie about someone growing as a person but in a very incremental realistic way where like uh just showing a very tiny mi- amount of like self-improvement counts as a big sort of triumph by the end of the movie and it's uh it's a lot of fun it's funny hallie
2: Um, I am going to recommend a movie I saw last weekend in theaters. Uh, In theaters. In theaters
1: now. Instead of dirty Uh, Netflix movies.
2: uh, It's called The Great Beauty. It's an Italian film. Mm. Uh, And the only reason why I went to see it is because I wanted to do something cool. Cultured, and and the Mo. I tried to go to the MoMA, but apparently the line to go to MoMA on Saturdays is really long. MoMA, weird. MoMA, MoMA. It's like there's more of somebody's mother. Um. So I was like, "Fuck this! I guess I'll try to go to a movie." Uh, Fuck this noise! So I went to this movie because it was Italian. Sold out.
1: So you went to the Italian movie.
2: Um. And it is, uh, this really, uh, heartbreaking, uh, movie, about it's, it's sort of about like, um, what it feels like to, <laughs> and I know a lot about this, like what it feels like to have like a lot of potential, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it, no, it's, it's just sort of about, um, not, uh, realize you know, always thinking that uh, you're going to realize your potential, but you have all these distractions, and then coming to an older age and realizing, oh, I actually have to be in control of this. But it's, it, but there are a lot more layers that are sort of like specifically Italian and political and religious, and like it's, it's
0: There's just a lot of mar- marinara sauce. So I mean, the no,
2: it's just like pretty. Pretty, That's like, more
1: Southern Italian cinema.
2: It's just pretty amazing, like how many things are going on at once, and also even if you're not interested in those things, just how like visually beautiful it is. It does go on for like twenty more minutes than I wanted it to, <laughs> which made me really angry at the time. It's like a seventy-minute
1: movie. I mean, <laughs> come on.
2: No, but um, if you like. Uh, Old class. people <laughs> if you like being old, in class,
0: old, did you say? I said being
2: no. no, if you like old people being really hedonistic and you like giraffes, <laughs> um, you might like this movie.
1: <laughs> You've totally seen it. cross section.
2: <laughs> uh, it's really good.
1: So, we've recommended. Uh, Old people and giraffes, aka the Great Beauty, mm-hmm. uh, Francis Ha and Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> yep. and Ninja Two, Shadow of a Tear,
0: <laughs> a real cross section. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now's the sad time where I have to.
1: Oh, we gotta sign off. We gotta take take our leave. Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. It's been really great. This is our. This is actually kind of a big deal because this is the last show in. Uh, in our in our old studio, in our yeah, our, our old Gabe studio being
0: my apartment. I am I'm moving to a different apartment, and so uh,
1: legions of paparazzos. You'll have to go stalk us somewhere else. Yeah,
0: Elliot's baby is uh, means that uh, he's not here for either the last episode in my old apartment or the first episode coming up in our new apartment. Hallie will be here for these historic episodes, setting a new tone. For 2014.
1: A more, uh, more uh, positive tone. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. Whoa. Yeah,
2: fuck that guy. Just, uh,
1: boss. Fuck that guy boss, I believe. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <supposed> <laughs> say. Yeah. Sorry, sir.
2: Elliot. Yeah. Uh, I can come dressed as Elliot for the next show if you want. <laughs> I do want that. Uh, so in like kind uh, of a, really a, a, like really a, a Western shirt. And, yeah. yeah. I can or a wear shirt some with a lovely... dinosaur <laughs> on it. Yeah. Yeah. We miss you, Elliot. <laughs> really do. Shadow looms
0: large. So... Uh, I guess this is where we sign off. For the flop house, I've been Dan McCoy.
1: I'm Stuart Wellington.
2: I'm Hallie Hagland.
1: Good night, everyone. Okay. Hanging out with a baby or something.
2: I think he's babysitting.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, he wrote an email. He needed
2: a second job. <laughs>
1: He got a big promotion to babysitter of his own baby.
2: (laughs) He's head babysitter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meaning he sits on the head of a baby, and I don't know how to finish this. Gross. (laughs)